Hello and welcome to the Feminine Millionaire Show. I'm your host, Polly Alexander. I'm a success coach, healer, creative and future millionaire. If creating money and success in a spiritual and feminine way is your goal, this show is for you. Understand how to overcome your past, bring your soul's greatest gifts to the world and up-level your income, impact, joy and happiness. Join me on my journey to creating a seven-figure business and learn the business mindset, spiritual and lifestyle changes I make along the way. Let's all rise together. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Feminine Millionaire Show. We have had rain in Ibiza for an entire month now. So today's episode is brought to you from my bed with the dehumidifier on, the electric blanket on, and it is once again pouring with rain outside. This is unheard of here. I went from sunbathing and dipping in the pool one weekend to not leaving the house the next weekend. I believe it will come to a close shortly, but whilst it does, it's a perfect time to dream. It's a perfect time to go inwards, to reflect, to think. And I wanted to bring you another episode on manifesting, one of the most fun things to do in this world. And I've talked about this topic before, but today's story brings you another dimension. So I'm going to be sharing how to manifest boldly your dream home through sharing a story. So let's dive in. So if you listened to my previous episodes, which I'll reference at the end, episodes 27 and 31, you will know that I went from losing it all to starting over and manifesting a new home of my dreams. So there I was in my new home and it was incredible. I truly believe that our living environment has a big impact on our wealth consciousness and our ability to manifest. And so I place my home environment as a priority in terms of what I invest in. Because I work from home, like many of you, I know that the energy of my environment, the beauty of my environment and the comfort of my environment will have an impact on my ability to serve and to create through business. So there I was in my dream apartment and it was really incredible. I could walk to my favourite cafe. I had views of super yachts some of the biggest super yachts in the world from my desk. And it was at this time I started doing five-figure months in my new coaching business. The whole environment up-leveled, the luxury, the convenience, the beauty. It really up-leveled my vibration. But like many dreams, I had had the experience of the dream and it didn't need to be forever. What I realised is that what was my dream did in fact come with a few drawbacks. Actually living in my dream apartment and gifting myself that opportunity gave me information. I discovered that I loved being nearer to the city. 
but living in the city was too noisy in summer. My apartment complex became Little Italy as it filled up with Italians partying during the summer. One of the hazards of living in Ibiza. Now, as people were coming home from Pasha, the nightclub, I was just starting work. It was like living this surreal double existence. (laughs) I was on one time zone and the rest of Ibiza was on another. But I also realised that I missed being able to walk in nature on my doorstep. And I had gone from living by the sea in complete countryside to now living in the heart of the marina in Ibiza. And I realised that I needed something that was a combination of countryside and city. Now the truth is, we are always changing And so are our dreams. One of the best things you can do for yourself is to give yourself permission to change your mind. So we can work so hard towards a goal. And sometimes when we've experienced the fruits of our labours, when we've experienced the realisation of that goal, it's time to pivot and start designing a new one. So as I said, this home had been really good for my world consciousness. During the time I lived there, I made some really bold decisions. This was the time that I decided to take myself on holiday to Miami with a week's notice. And I booked myself a business class flight. I booked myself into the Four Seasons on my own and I booked a private shopper. It was a fabulous experience. I'm pretty sure I've talked about this in a previous episode. But I started to value myself differently as a woman. I started to give myself permission to invest in myself in new ways. I also had my first big photo shoot whilst I was at that apartment. Images which I sometimes still use today. And the calibre of men I dated also up-leveled because as we shift how we value ourselves, how we see ourselves, it has a ripple effect on how others see us. Anyway, that's another episode. (laughs) So let's talk about manifesting. So there I was and I realised that I was not going to renew my contract for another year and it was time to move on. So the first thing I did was I started with my ideal outcome. So if time, money, opportunity was no obstacle, where and what would I live in? So I decided that I would live in a one-bedroom villa. Notice that people don't build one-bedroom villas, but I didn't let that stop me. I would live in a one-bedroom villa It would be luxurious. I would have a private pool. It would be all white and new. And it would be in nature, but not far from the city. Now, there was a bit of a problem here. (laughs) No one builds one-bedroom super villas. (laughs) So maybe you're thinking, well, why don't you just get a bigger villa? Well, two reasons. One is that a four or five-bedroom villa in Ibiza was way out of my budget even stretching it. And I also didn't want to feel alone in this huge villa with all these extra bedrooms. 
but I did want the feeling of luxury and spaciousness and the amenities that come with a villa. So Wallace D. Wattles, in his book, The Science of Getting Rich, he talks about trusting that if what you're desiring to manifest does not already exist, that the universe can create it from the formless substance. With this in mind, I actively chose not to be concerned that I wasn't aware of any one-bedroom luxurious villas with a private pool. And I went through my magazines and I found a picture that represented this villa and I put it on my vision board and I imagined myself there. I walked around it. I imagined how I would feel in that place. So the next thing I started doing was listening for guidance as to where to go and what to do. So I started taking the action I knew to take, which was looking online, looking in newspapers, looking on agents' websites and viewing properties. Even though when I looked at these properties, I could see they weren't my ideal property, I knew that I had to start taking action with what was available. So this is how it works. And when I make a future episode about actually buying my dream home, you'll see how all of these steps fit together. And that's one of the things I recommend you do if you're looking to buy a dream home and you can't currently find it on the market. Just start going to look at what is out there. Yeah, because that is one of the things that actually started opening up what I really wanted. Now, I wasn't seeing anything I loved and things were expensive. And so I started asking my inner guidance, okay, what do I need to do? And what I heard is go to your favorite cafe. This was pretty easy. It was about 50 meters from my dream apartment. That was another thing that made that my dream apartment. And so I would go in the cafe, but nothing really happened. I would go in there most days, you know, wondering, if am I going to meet someone? Am I going to hear about an apartment? But nothing happened. Hmm, I thought. But I didn't lose the faith. Now, time was ticking because in Ibiza, the window to move is in March or April each year or October, November. So the way it works here because of the seasonal nature of tourism is that most landlords will do a six-month let for the summer or an all-year round let. And so the six-month lets begin in April, May. So there's this window to start looking. And I could feel a bit of scarcity kicking in that it was time and I had to move quick or everything would be rented because this was pre-pandemic and there is a huge demand for properties which still exists now and they get snapped up really quick. And lack of long-term rental properties for residents has been a big issue historically because owners could make a lot more money by renting out to tourists. So you could say from the outside, there are a lot of reasons why my dream might not manifest. The scarcity of supply, the fact that I'd never actually seen what I was looking to manifest or heard of it, that there was a lot of competition for my dream. Now, the chances are, if you have a big dream, all of those things could be true for you as well. 
Perhaps there's a lot of competition, perhaps there's a scarcity of opportunity, perhaps it's expensive to make it happen, perhaps you don't have the money or you don't know how. These are all valid thoughts and feelings and realities that come up along the way of manifesting. But it doesn't mean that what you desire is not meant for you. So I kept going to the cafe and one day I was chatting to the owner and telling her that I was looking for a new home and she said to me, oh, have you heard about that new development that's been built by the owner of a luxury hotel on the island? She said, yes, yes, they're just building it at the moment. She said, in fact, I know the interior designer, she should be coming in in about an hour, I'll introduce you. So I stayed in that cafe and you can guess what's happening next. The interior designer came in, I was introduced and she said, well, you know, we're literally just in construction right now, but if you want to come and have a look, you're very welcome to. So the next day I went up to visit the construction site. It was pouring with rain, which seems to be a bit of a theme when I'm manifesting. It was pouring with rain. It wasn't looking its best. But she walked me through the development and explained about these seven luxury apartments that were being created. Now, luckily, being a creative, I'm pretty visionary and I have the ability to picture things in my mind quite clearly before they exist in reality. So I could see the potential, as they say, in this building, even though it was still literally getting the windows and the doors put in, didn't have bathrooms. So I thought, wow, this is it. And I walked around and I felt into my favourite apartment and I picked the one that really lit me up, even though, to be honest, it was out of my budget. She gave me a rough idea of what it might cost and I thought, gosh, this is really stretching it. But you know what? I can feel it's going to be amazing. And so it was a corner apartment. It was all glass. So two sides were all glass with windows that were going to slide all the way back to the huge terrace that seated 30, 40 people with a swimming pool. And it was right on the edge of a forest. And they were building a bath in the garden so that you could bathe outdoors, open air, under the stars, next to the forest. I was just sold. It was so magical. I hadn't even realised that I needed a bath under the stars, but let me tell you, (laughs) and you know where this story is headed, I really did need a bath under the stars. (laughs) Anyone that's ever experienced one will know how magical it is. And we get to experience magic in life. So I thought, brilliant, that's it. So the next day I texted and said, yep, I'll take it. I thought, I've done it. I've done it. I held the faith. It's mine. Oh, but it turns out I wasn't the only one that felt that way. In fact, there was a long waiting list of people that had also decided it was their dream apartment. And as there was a shortage of opportunities for rental on the island, there was high demand for this development. So now I had a dilemma because in order to say yes potentially to this apartment, I was going to have to say no 
to everything else. And I was going to have to pin all my hopes on this because by the time they were ready to confirm the chosen resident, everything else would have been booked for the summer because it was going to be a month or two before these apartments completed. Oh, this was such a dilemma. So I really had to tune into my intuition and feel into the right thing to do. And I decided I was going to take the chance. I was going to burn all my bridges. And I was going to take the leap of faith that this was going to be mine. I was going to do everything I knew to do. I was going to summon up every drop of faith I had. I was going to pack everything up. I was going to put everything in storage and I was going to go away traveling whilst I waited to hear if the apartment was mine. So that's what I did. And on my last night on Ibiza, before I left, I was in tears. What have I done? I thought, I'm leaving the place that makes my heart sing. I'm leaving the place that my soul belongs. For a chance, for a sliver of a chance that I might get this dream apartment. When I got to London with just my suitcases, I thought, have I made the worst decision ever? I went to bed that night in tears. The thought of not being able to return to Ibiza for another six months because there's simply nothing to rent. It filled me with despair. I went to sleep with a heavy heart. The next morning, I woke early. I woke at about 5 or 6 a.m. in cold, (laughs) dark, rainy London. And I picked up my phone. And there was a text message. There was a text message from the interior designer saying, congratulations, the owner of the development has chosen you as the tenant for that apartment. I could not believe it. (laughs) There was tears of joy, tears of relief. Why? Why did the universe have to test me? Oh, I realised the irony in this. It was all a test. I was being given the most incredible opportunity to test my faith. Could I really burn my bridges? Could I really trust myself? Could I really trust that things were going to work out? Could I believe in my dreams so strongly that I was willing to do whatever it took? Yes, I was. Yes, I was willing to believe in myself and my dream 100%. As soon as I'd passed that test, the universe delivered. I was incredulous at the timing. Why couldn't it have come a day before? (laughs) But the universe wanted to see how serious I was about my dream. So this story has a happy ending, like all good manifestation stories. And I'm not saying it was easy because I ended up being away for three months because like building projects roll, it took a lot longer. There were construction issues. It took longer than expected. So I ended up actually going to live by the seaside in England for a while. I ended up 
having a more extended time away than I expected. But when I did get to move in in the August of that year, it was incredible. And here's a little surprise tip. When you're moving house, a lot of people say, oh, it's not the ideal time to move. Oh, I can't launch a program. I can't do that in my business because I'm moving house. Oh, we're moving house. It becomes like this huge roadblock on being able to move forward with other areas of your life. Oh, I can't do that. I'm moving house. You know, this can drag on for months. I've heard people use it as an excuse for months. It doesn't have to be that way. And how did I make it not that way? I got my housekeeper to move everything. I didn't do the move. She organised the removals guy to take everything out of storage. She then unpacked everything, put it all away in the new home. She steamed and ironed my clothes, hung them in the wardrobes. She filled the cupboards. She went food shopping for me, filled the kitchen with food. Yeah, I made a few tweaks, but you just imagine I flew in from England straight into a ready-made home. It was incredible. It was pure heaven. So the picture you'll see on this week's podcast graphic is actually me in that home. It was truly incredible. It was literally a dream come true. It was a dream come true because not only did I adore being there and I could bathe under the stars next to the forest. I had the most incredible views of pine trees and cypresses. This apartment had its own pool, even though it was an apartment. By a miracle of construction, I had my own private outdoor swimming pool. It had custom-made furniture. Everything had been handmade in barley. And it was white and natural woods. It had pure limestone stone floors inside and out, seamless. It was absolutely incredible. And it taught me not to compromise on what I really want. It taught me to take big risks. It taught me to manifest boldly because dreams really can come true and it also taught me that I can recreate my dream over and over again. Everything I experienced in these events of manifesting my dream rental home again and again, they were all paving the way for me taking an even bigger risk when I was to manifest buying my dream home a few years later here. That is another episode. But to finish, I want to just share three takeaways I invite you to take from today. The first one is to dream without limits. Dream without limits. Don't worry about how. Just focus on your dream and how amazing it would feel to have it a reality. The second one is really follow your intuition and hold the faith. When you're following your intuition, it doesn't always yield results. Sometimes it takes time, weeks, months, even years to start yielding results. But follow it anyway and hold the faith. And the third takeaway is to burn your bridges. Now only you can tune into when it truly feels right to burn your bridges. But the universe is a net. The universe is kind and loving and wants you to fulfill your wildest desires. And it will catch you. It will catch you. So if you enjoyed today's episode, I invite you to check out episode 27, How I Manifest My Dream Second Home in Ibiza. 
And episode 31, From Losing It All to Starting Over, Manifesting the New Home of My Dreams. It's been so much fun sharing this episode all about manifesting. I hope it has inspired you. I love to hear from you on Instagram. You can DM me or comment on my podcast post. And I look forward to seeing you again next week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Feminine Millionaire Show. I'm going to be taking some holiday this week, which I am so excited about. I'm going to be taking my first flight in a year. Catch me on Instagram stories to see what I get up to. I would really love your review if you're enjoying this show. All you have to do is go to iTunes and leave a review. And it's my gift to you to send you my biggest month ever meditation and energy clearing in exchange for your review. All you have to do is send a screenshot of your review into support at polyalexander.com and we will get that over to you. We can not see reviews all over the world. So for those of you who are in other territories, other locations, thank you for your reviews. I am only able to see the ones on the British iTunes, but I love and appreciate them all over the world. But if you can send a screenshot, that is super cool. And can we make sure that you have that meditation? Thank you for being on this journey with me. I love you and I'll see you again next week. Bye for now.